Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Angus Sampson. Good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard Get This for a Tuesday right around the nation with me, Tony Martin, with Richard Marsland sitting in for Mr. Ed Cavalli still missing in action. You'll have to turn your own microphone on, Richard. It's, it's an old radio trick. Okay, keep talking. There we go. My apologies. And one of those fake rounds of applause, if you could, for Angus Sampson. There you go. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Hugs. What's the uh, what's the script for today? It's a uh, it's a it's a frosty Tuesday morning, as they say in the radio world. So I got in my car this morning and I put my windscreen wiper on, and it was just um, ice, ice. And I was thinking, it was that bastard at the uh, traffic lights that washed my uh, windscreen <laughs> last night. I, I gave him eighty cents. Yeah, who was that? Is that uh, I don't know, Ryan Cannon from Pseudo Echo? <laughs> it was Peter Luck. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just, like just, he just waiting, just counting the days down until summer. He does. He only does the intersection over summers. Uh, what are we talking about here? Do, what I do is I go. I could go inside and get a bucket of hot water and just tip it on the windscreen. Yes. No, I'd rather sit here for twelve minutes and let the wiper slowly. <laughs> it's exactly what I did. Scrape away. It was uh, basically what ended up happening was uh, I've got this American car and I don't know which what the symbol is for the front windscreen, right? Um, the heater. <laughs> and, I, and, and because it's also in Fahrenheit, mm. uh, I'm, I'm spending sort of about five or six minutes converting it to Celsius, you know, obviously because right. I work on uh, the metric system and uh, you know, everything divisible by 100. And so I was just, just sitting there for ages. I had my dog in the back seat and I was like, could I... Could I drive through that? Could I drive looking through that? You know how it starts to defrost just yes. above the I've vent? I've done that. I've, is that legal? Could yeah. that be legal? Could I, would I see anything? So I've sort of got my head craned on the side as I'm like, well, I, I probably could drive. Let's. Shall we give it a go? Is the blurred outline of a school bus visibility? <laughs> Coming at me. You've brought mm. your dog in. Where is... Winston's just outside. Right. Winston's... Um, from the pound. He's from the pound and... Uh, Hello to Save a Dog's Game. Um, when I got there, he his name was Geordie with a right. J, yes. and uh, and I and I thought and apologies to Geordies with J's, but I thought you can't have a a J, you know, Geordie with, with a, a G. J. Yeah, I was de- it was nothing right. but G. But um, he's all black, and he's um, he's got bits of everything in him. He's a Labrador, and maybe a bit of pointer, and. Anyway, I, I spent about six hours trying to name him, and uh, we, my, um, my, a friend of mine and uh, myself, uh, came to the conclusion that maybe Kamal was the the best name for him. Kamal, Wait, you haven't gone with Kamal, have you? no, because it sounds a bit too much like Kamir Kamal. Like if I wanted to yeah. ca- call him Kamir Kamal, yeah, that's wrong. So we settled. It's with, fun uh, for a while. Yeah, so it's his it's his middle name. And it's if he's not, if he's Kamal, it, it's not going to be satisfying unless he can do that line that Kamal does. <laughs> well, about I, things being unfair, unkind. <laughs> but do you know he wears a toupee? Does he really? He does. Are we allowed to say that? Is that am I bad? You might get your Kamal license suspended. Well, that, he, well he, you're talking about your dog, of course. Yes. It was an unusual <laughs> fine at the pound. <laughs> <laughs> but you went, well... I, I discovered it once when I was ma- with a, using a massage. No pond. one likes <laughs> to see a Labrador combing over. 
No one likes to see that. I noticed it when I took him for a swim. I didn't want to say anything. Is that a bombshell? We've already had a celebrity bombshell. We're trying to save the name dropping for Talkback Mountain because we know you love to do a name drop. I love it. I love it. I mean, this is I'm the I'm the David Attenborough (laughs) of the uh, of the minor celebrity world. Are you? What are you involved in now? Are you? There's obviously soccer going on, and I see you're involved in something called Footy Legends. What is that? That is a film uh, that uh, shot last year with uh, Claudia Carvin and uh, Peter Phelps and Ando. uh, It's about footy. It is. It's actually about rugby league. And, of Ah. course, Matthew Johns is in it. um, I don't know anything about footy, but it always strikes me as odd that there just aren't any movies about footy. No. Well, do you, you, of course, Tony Martin in a... International movie genius. Um, yeah. Rudy. When I say the film <laughs> oh, Rudy yes. to you, what do you think of? Oh, is that the, a baseballing movie? Yeah. Gridiron. Yeah, Gridiron. Gridiron. I knew it was. I knew it was yeah. sports. Right now, you've Hang got on. Tony Martin's <laughs> Get This. Once he's done, we'll get into That's the at least 10 songs in a row guarantee. Stuff like this. Yes, he is. Don't Friend who's made good in IT, I believe. Sean Aston is the uh, yeah. is Rudy, and uh, and, and he's a, pop, a Split Ends fan as well. Uh, <laughs> I just thought, right, the station have just gone Marsland. When they hit the five minute mark, just bring it in because there's no other way we can get them to shut up. I apologise, that was a stray pulse. But, uh, Ru- Rudy Rudiger is uh, yeah. Sean Aston's character's name, yeah. and he's a guy that wants to go to University of Notre Dame, and uh, he can't get in there because he uh, is of low grade. And so he uh, pretends that he's enrolled and ends up sleeping um, in the uh, stadium shed with the gardener. Yeah. Well, not with him, but near sure. him. And, uh, and eventually he gets in as a mature age student and he's a very little guy. And sure enough, after years of, uh, of attending the college and training and being that sort of you know, very enthusiastic kind of encouragement award winner each year... He's about to matriculate. In his final year at senior college, the, the, the captain comes in and says, look, final game, um, I want you to choose Rudy. And right. the coach is like, well, no, nah, no. Nah. And uh, the captain goes, well, here's my jumper. I want him to play for me. Right. And uh, after years of being abused and teased, then the rest of the teammates follow him in and, you know, the captain and put all their jumpers on the, on yeah. the coach's table it's very beautiful sure enough he gets chosen for the last game but on the bench there's about 40 seconds to go and he still hasn't he still hasn't uh you know been chosen he hasn't gone on the field his father's in attendance john favreau's in attendance and uh slowly the chant goes up from someone on the sideline you know one of his earlier detractors Rudy, right. Rudy, yes. Rudy. Yes. and then the whole stadium starts going Rudy, Rudy. and it's in. And I noticed this week it got voted number fifty-four in the most inspirational films <laughs> of all time. Well done. <laughs> and so, obviously, that's a very poor plug for your own film. Yes, you so just we, spent five minutes telling us about someone else's football <laughs> film. What well, do you want about Angus Simpson? Uh, well, basically, if you can understand <laughs> that, we uh, draw on the <laughs> you, oh, okay. uh, inspirations. Well, just quickly, uh, look, if you're looking for inspirational movies, I was watching the Animal Planet channel last night. An ad came on. I couldn't get the VHS to happen quick enough, mm. but I got a bit of it. Uh, it's good to see the Bible is finally being uh, telemarketed. Uh, just have a listen to this. Call 1-300-727-880 within the next 10 minutes to start your Bible collection with Jesus for only twenty four ninety five. Pay by credit card and you'll also receive a bonus DVD or double video, Moses Absolutely Free. 
That's almost $70 value for only $24.95. Wow. Have you heard the, the, the Old Testament described that way? It's $70 of value. But you know, for twenty four ninety five. I wonder if the uh, Moses one is a is a fold out. <laughs> yeah, you can part the DVD. I like this <laughs> is a double disc. <laughs> mm, I like the sound of Jesus, but until they offered to throw Moses in as yeah. well, I wasn't really yeah. sold. And what's the acting like? Let's have a listen to some of the acting. Lord God of Israel bids you let His people go. Also starring I'm your brother Paul Mercurio, the man. Dennis Hopper. In the wrong place at the wrong time. And Liz Hurley. I loved him too well. <laughs> Dennis Hopper, who in the Bible sees that? I'm having visions of like a Sopranos season disc box set, just with the disciples there. Who in the Bible's going, and the Lord spaketh, I'm a man in the wrong place at the, the wrong, wrong time. At the wrong time. What's that from? And this Dennis Hopper, me, I love how they got him to say man. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, the burning bush, man. (laughs) It's burning me, man. What is going on there? Uh, All right, we have talked well into the next segment. Uh, I think now you can hit your split ends now if you want. Cheers. (laughs) That'd be split ends. Uh, It's Get This on Triple M right around the nation. Richard Marsden, how are you going? Good, thank you. I apologise. Split ends (laughs) went out in certain markets. (laughs) And we've had some power failures here in the studio during that song. As soon as I started talking about Jesus on air, the lights started flashing. Oh, no. And I crashed my car on the 6th of the 6th of the 6th, by the way. Angus Sampson is with us. Good morning, boys. There's Good a biblical girls. name right there. Yes, I, I actually have four names. My name, <laughs> my full name's Angus Murray Lincoln Sampson. Is that right? Yes. Have you thought of being credited as that in movies? I have been. I was in a film, uh, an American film, uh, which was... Number one at the box office, I think, because it opened on uh, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, what was that called? called? It was called Darkness Falls. It was shot in Melbourne, was it not? It was, mm. and Sydney and Queensland, and it was a horror film about the Tooth Fairy. You're right. Okay, and number one for one week, I'm guessing. <laughs> it was a weekend. Let probably. us never forget that the island of Dr. Moreau with Marlon Brando opened, Val at, opened at number one. <laughs> it was number one for a week with Marlon Brando with an ice bucket on his head and a midget tipping ice into it. I never actually ever saw that film, but I... Uh, I <laughs> you just I fast forward to the Brando bits. Yeah, straight to Val. That's I was all a big, I was a big fan uh, of Willow. Um, I was shot in New Zealand. Was it really? Yes, it was. With Kevin Pollack? Uh, really? Is it Kevin Pollack? Yes. Val, it's Val Kilmer, definitely. Yeah, and Kevin Pollack's one of the little guys. Oh, he's a tiny man. Yeah. Yes, against the blue screen. But Angus Murray, Lincoln Sampson, they credited it, and you would look at the credit sequence of the oh, film. Oh, you put that in there? No, they, someone did it. I don't know how. They must have dealings with my agent, and uh, you're sort of looking at these tiny names, you know, Kevin Smith, uh, Chaney Clay, Tony Martin, Angus Murray, Lincoln <laughs> Sampson. As man too? <laughs> As, I was, uh, I, I, my name was Ray, right. but... Uh, uh, they stuck a beard on me, and uh, I was meant to be a, a bar thug, right. and they shot it from down below my knees. That's a, uh, a film technique that uh, you'd be aware with, Tony, <laughs> to make someone look bigger is to shoot them yeah. from below or film them from below. And um, it, it was it's quite amazing. You, if you have a look, um, if you have a look at the sequence, there's my name's sort of like it's the reason it's widescreen. <laughs> uh, but it's a good thing to do, though. Well, my, do you know that um, if you are a bovine savvy? Uh, you'll recognise that my first three names are breeds of cattle. Oh, really? It's the Murray Gray. Yes. Uh, the Angus Beef. Angus Aberdeen. Angus Aberdeen. And uh, the Lincoln Cross. Uh, the there so- is no prize, Richard, I <laughs> yeah. you know. Ed's not here. Uh, 
<laughs> the um, the dodgy two dollar prize. But Angus Murray Lincoln Sampson, aimless is the acronym. Ah, very good. And it's only a one letter away from the Australian Meat and Livestock Corporation, AMLC. You've put a lot of thought into this, I can well, tell. Well, I haven't. I was just... I, I haven't, actually. I've sort of been... I asked my father why I was named after cows, and uh, <laughs> he, he, he claims he didn't know it came to him uh, in yeah. a dream one night, <laughs> maybe after visiting the Black Stump or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, we're looking for stories in the paper. Enough about uh, shonky blue screen work. Because Willow, is that's how they made people look small in there. And did you know the guy who invented the blue screen actually died about two weeks ago? Really? Was about 91. I, mean, I was just like to think that his funeral was somehow unconvincing and shimmering. <laughs> and as the coffin was lowering, people were going... It doesn't look very good, does it? Is there a, <laughs> it's a sort of a halo around it. <laughs> was was Blue Screen his surname? <laughs> <laughs> Barry Blue Screen. Uh, what have we got in here? Entire family have their stomachs removed. This is in America. This is a family with a lot of hereditary stomach cancer. So they thought, we'll bugger it. We'll beat it to the punch. We'll just all have our stomachs removed, which you can do. I didn't realise you could do that. So what What do they do? do they just go straight from your esophagus, pretty much, to your ass. <laughs> And they're a lot thinner as a result and uh, have to eat a lot more food, I'm assuming. Or less food, would it be, Richard? I think it would be. Can you survive like that? Isn't that what they used to do with animal experiments? I don't know. Well, what, what, part, what, body, what body organ would you lose? What, uh, is it? One, triple, three, five, three. <laughs> we going to have our stomachs removed. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get our stomachs removed. If the entire nation of America did have their stomachs removed, that, that would be the end of world starvation. Well, Tony, since I saw you last, I've been over in the States. And just seeing... They just throw food away. You but, just ask for a sandwich, they bring you ten sandwiches. It is unbelievable, the, the, the waste there. However, you know, when you don't realise or, you know, when it's all... You suddenly, you're suddenly in Australia, then there... I'm just used to finishing my meals and sort of, you know, getting a, a garlic bread to start and a, yes. you know, a salad. The, the complete and utter... So I, yeah, I cannot even describe how massive the servings are there. Suffice to say, I've put on four kilos in a week. And the asses walking up the street. How big are the asses? I don't understand how fat, I'm sorry, gets on bums. Do you know how the bums become bigger at the back? And then I really don't like But you'll see someone who's just normal proportions, but with a huge ass. It's gorgeous. And uh, So Mix-A-Lot loved Normal it. proportions. Is that offensive, do you think? It is, get this, I should point out, not the 7.30 report. And, you know, you'll hear people in America just having conversations about food. You'll just be walking up and you just hear, I hear they got buffet. <laughs> they got buffet. I've worked out the American capitalism time is... Uh, you have a pizza shop. I have a pizza shop. I, so uh, so I, I'm like, oh, well, everyone's going to Tony's Pizza Shop. What would your pizza shop be called? Tony's Pizza Shop. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, mine would be called Antonio's. And uh, sure Angus enough, Murray Lincoln <laughs> Samson's Pizzas. <laughs> yeah. Exhausting for the person <laughs> yeah. answering the phone. Just having a, a sign dispute with the council. <laughs> It's extending into the next shop. Uh, at this point, that there is someone who eats more than Americans. That's Ed Cavalier. Still haven't been able to find him. It's, are we meant to be getting worried, Nikki? Should we be calling the police? Are Ed's parents listening in? I'm surprised I didn't see him on the footy show the other night uh, with, the, with, with the guys, you know, doing the... Uh, Heckling uh, Sam Newman and then being punched in the face. Is that what happened? Yeah. Someone has uh, told Sam Newman to get off the bandwagon and he's just punched them in the face. Uh, wonderful. I'd love to see Les Murray. <laughs> I wonder if Les is in any scuffles. I'd know. like to see Bert do that. Uh, but, okay, so we haven't got Ed. Can we just play our song anyway? Let's Let me it. go on, like I 
Brewster. So those much vaunted Otto Fister updates just aren't happening. <laughs> We've been promoting them. We've been putting a bit of sizzle under Otto Fister's <laughs> ass. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we'll have to find out where Ed Cavalier is, but hey, good news for Rex Hunt fans. Next, on Get This. That's uh, the Chili Peppers with Danny California here at Get This around the nation on Triple M. Angus Sampson is with us. You might have seen his excellent work on Thank God You're Here. Are you getting people yelling things in the street? I am, I am. A lot of people say, thank God you're here. Oh, um, yeah, right. And and I don't know what to say to that, whether or not they're um, just talking amongst themselves. And I just keep, you know, <laughs> it's a massive coincidence. I, I worked on a program that uh, had the same title. Do um, you uh, find it when you walk through a door, you just hear that <laughs> music? No. <laughs> I remember the uh, ads for it, the promo ads. I had a uh, message from Steve Curry going, "Ooh, what's behind the blue door?" <laughs> before the before the series ever started, and I was thinking, "Yeah, suffering your jocks, Curry." Like, you know, <laughs> I was going, "What is that? The ad? Are you serious?" What's behind the mysterious blue door? Find out seven thirty uh, Wednesday. You're just better that you didn't get that voiceover. I am. I'm devastated. What are you? Pl- what's playing of yours at the moment? Uh, <laughs> you'll be pleased to know that uh, still doing a lot of Nissan ads. Oh, uh, okay. You can get 18-inch alloys. Really? Uh, on something? I don't know what. <laughs> Any idea what that means, Richard? I'm not sure. 18-inch alloys. Yeah. 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 Drive away, no more to pay. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. For- Thirty-nine nine ninety or something. <laughs> Dealer delivery and statutory charges. Yeah, two hundred and seventy-five dollars extra for metallic paint. Are you talking about soccer again now? <laughs> no idea. Uh, someone has accused me of being in the old. This is the sort of emails that we get. Someone thought I was in that show, Theatre Sports, which was an Imbro show back in the nineteen eighties. But it wasn't me. That was Andrew Denton and Sean McAuliffe. Yep. He was in there. And yeah. do you know who else was in there? Uh, Paul Chubb was the host. Yes. It was, this was like 87. That's right. Yeah. Gosh, you got a great memory. Phony for useless information. Who were you going to say? I was going to say the one of the writers from Sale of the Century, a question writer. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know what oh, his right. name was. I'm the one with the memory. <laughs> How do you know that? Well, because I... Um, I met a woman that was involved in it, Lynn Pierce, who was my, an old teacher of mine, an improv teacher, and uh, she was telling me about all these people. And I remember when she dropped that name, that bomb right. to me, I was really impressed. I so was that like, was the guy who, in every improv, would just say, "Who am I?" <laughs> I was born in 1916. Uh, what was the film you were talking about about the stuntman? It was the Devil at Your Heels, possibly still at the ABC shops on VHS. The bloke who tries to jump a rocket car from Canada to the United. United States. Someone wants to know if we could post the Gary Sizzle sketch from the other day. That's actually on the end of our last podcast. It's already up there, I think, on the web. But what we get a lot of questions about is Rex Hunt. And if you heard that clip, I have. They've, they've started. We've made it popular. We've made it a ringtone, and now the news has is dug it? it up out of the archives and are running it again. Is it, is it a ringtone? It is. You can get it from the Get This website. <laughs> and here's an excerpt of the news last night. She says she and Hunt had a friendship which evolved into something more. Though, in her words, Rex was never unfaithful to his wife, as they didn't have sex. Instead, she describes Hunt as an exhibitionist who would meet her in public places such as alleyways her clothed, him stripping himself naked. In his on-air confession, Hunt said he'd had affairs with three women, all of whom were paid. That's what a fool does. I'm invincible. I'm paying money. Uh, The girl's happy. She's got no money. I got my rocks off. 
Oh, they lift off How Good Is This? He's doing all the classics, though, Tony. <laughs> so that was on Channel 9 News last night. So this new sort of twist to the story has given them the impetus to start running the clip again. It's, is, is it something that uh, you guys have to pay royalties to Rex to play that? I no. certainly hope not, Angus. <laughs> I certainly hope not. It's actually, there's something hilarious about hearing <laughs> something so many times over and over I again. Ever look at the woman, though, in the, in the story, in the new idea, whose name is Robin Hood, and they photographed her in a mermaid costume. They've got her into a mermaid costume. And he's kissing a barramundi, which seems to be emerging from her backside. <laughs> from her ass. <laughs> that is more disturbing than anything in the story. And believe me, the story is disturbing. I wonder if he uh, if he did use any, uh, you know, she said, mentioned he was an exhibitionist. I mean, you know, whatever you're into, Rex, but a nude Rex hunt in a laneway. Is that something you want to bump into? It says here uh, that he nearly did get caught one night. A motorist caught him in full force with the headlights of his car. <laughs> Rex had to hide behind me. If he asks you anything, deny everything, said a naked Rex. <laughs> Was, was he undersized, Tony? Did he have to be thrown back? <laughs> there asking. is a fish emerging from that woman's ass, and Rex Hunt is kissing it. That is a disturbing image, new idea. I wonder if you do you have any sound bites of his sort of farewelling the women, like finishing finishing seeing them for the week? He's like, uh, yibbida yibbida, uh, that's all. <laughs> Look, I you know what you're saying. It's just something becomes funny when you just hear it over and over. And I thought maybe we'd peak. Maybe we'd played the clip too often, so we really? stopped playing it for a couple of days. The audience got very angry. Where's the clip? We need to hear more of it. Surely you can come up with new ways of using those six phrases. So, it can't be done. So we've had a crack. Because you asked for it, Rex Hunt is back again with a brand new album of spoken word duets. You'll learn the art of seduction. Would you like another cigarette, darling? I'm paying money. Your eyes are filled with popular refrain. I'm invincible. But uh, I'm making music too. Uh, In my heart. The girl's happy. You know, uh, when I look at you, all of a sudden, my heart sings. I got my rocks off. And I remember little things. Uh, your voice upon the telephone. I'm invincible. The little laugh, that's all your own. She's got no money. The way your smile lights up your eye. Uh, the way you look up. I'm paying money. The magic thrill that's in your touch. The girl's happy. Oh, darling, I love you so much. Oh, how good is this? How to play a musical instrument. Now, anyone, and that means you, can really play bongos. I'm paying money. Your teacher will be Mr. Bongo himself, Jack Costanzo. Uh, sit on the front of your chair. Place the bongos between your legs. I'm invincible. A little below the knees. The girl's happy. It shouldn't take much pressure to keep them there. She's got no money. Now, that's the correct way to hold bongos. I got my rocks off. Relax. Uh, Make yourself as comfortable as possible. That's what a fool does. And now, you're ready to play bongos. Oh, how good is this? Hold on, Mr. Bongo. I'm paying money. And classic movie scenes as they were always meant to be heard. You talking to me? Uh, I'm paying money. You talking to me? Uh, the girl's happy. Who the f*** do you think you're talking to? Uh, she's got no money. Oh, yeah? I got my rocks off. Huh? I'm invincible. You're dead. 
Oh, how good is this? How good is this, too? Rex Hunt's spoken word duets. It's been widely applauded. I got my rocks off. Well, I don't accept that. No, I don't. And I'm paying money. That is complete nonsense. Get this. I, I don't want to comment on it. For Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook on Triple M. Oh, it's get this on Triple M. I think we've finished with Rex for now. He, he, does he listen to get this? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> He's got nudity to be getting on with in back alleys. Uh, hey, Angus likes a name drop, and why should he have all the fun? We'll let you have one next on Get This. It's Get This on Triple M. That's you too. Let's get straight into it. Thank you, Mr. Marsland. Uh, filling in for the missing Ed Cavalli. Angus Sampson is with us. He likes a bit of a name drop. Uh, I'm just looking for celebrity stories in the paper. Inside Nicole's wedding was on the front of the paper on the weekend. Hasn't even happened yeah. yet. But already they're inside. <laughs> They've planted them in the in the pulpit. What's <laughs> going to happen there? It's just some like you know, journalist, uh, you know, apprentice journalist kind of student guy. Yeah. Gosh, I hope it's at North Sydney Parish. Just, my back's killing me. <laughs> Nicole's not worried. None of the photos will come out because any time someone turns a camera on her, the flash is reflected by her dazzling, shiny forehead. So none of the photographs ever come out. You know that she was in... Um, she was in... Uh, BMX Bandits. And Bop Girl. Oh, uh, really? The video? The video clip. Oh, right. Yes, Ross Wilson's wife. I see. Pat I don't know Wilson. what her name oh, you, are you talking, oh, yeah, Pat Wilson. Pat Wilson. Yeah, there, there we go. Are. That's yeah. a classic. Uh, <laughs> the insiders, we love the insiders in the women's mags who can get into any situation and give you an exact quote, all worded Perfectly. by the same person, the same bad scriptwriter. Uh, last week's NW had this quote from an insider about, uh, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Um, what What is she up to? She's, what, she's an actress, isn't this she? This is a quote. From, yeah, I just think she's got to whop the nose on and be Barbara Streisand. Don't you think she'd make a good Barbara Streisand? Yes. Just get the conk on and strise up. <laughs> she's ready for it. Whenever you mention Barbara Streisand, <laughs> I just think of the... Uh, I just go back to the Kenny Everett... Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Kenny Everett's had the giant nose. The the nose. And then he did it again for Barry Manilow, and you went, oh, I yeah, liked it better not as good. And, uh, <laughs> and also Mick Jagger's lips. <laughs> I don't right. know if you saw that episode. Well, I love Kenny Everett. Kenny Everett was uh, quite an innovator in the field of radio. I don't think a lot of people realise how significant he was. In, he was. In Britain in the 70s, he would do this thing on his show when FM first came in, where if there was particularly bad news on the news, and he said, look, you don't want to hear the news. Just switch over to the right channel. So get your balance and go over to the right. So they would run the news in the left channel, and he'd run pleasant Mantovani music oh, wow. in the other speaker. So yeah. you could choose which one to listen to. And then after that, Rex Hunt There quotes. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Till all hours. Listen to this quote from an insider about Jennifer Aniston. At 37, she's feeling more anxious than ever about having a baby. When Jen first heard about Brad and Angelina's newborn daughter, Shiloh, her reaction was, I can't believe Brad's a dad and I'm not a mom. Do you know that I... <laughs> Try saying that. You're an actor. I mean, I dare you to have a crack at that. When she first heard about Brad and Angelina's newborn... Who uses the word newborn? <laughs> Do you know that I... I realised that the the, the journalism here has hit a new high when I came home last week and picked up the front cover. I looked at the front cover of, I think it was Who Weekly, and apologies to the journalist if it wasn't. They had a photo of um, Vincent Vaughan. uh, Yes. 
Photoshop next to Jennifer Aniston. Yes, Photoshop that's right. next to Angelie Jolie. Yeah. And Photoshop and then, next to Brad Pitt. And then the baby with the big lips as well. And the headline was, Who's Happier? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. There was articles while you were away. There were articles from journalists furious that, uh, look at this, this is from Robin Riley in Melbourne. Didim's Jen, she wouldn't talk to the journalist. She wouldn't talk about anything interesting. Um, you know, what about uh, people want to hear about Brad Pitt or the woman who wooed him away? Because I'm sure she'd want to talk about that. Yes. And then you go, oh, okay, so they weren't answering the questions the journalists were throwing at them. They printed some of the questions. What that were, were they? That were, these are some of the questions that journalists at the press conference with uh, Jennifer Anderson and Vince Vaughan yelled out. Jennifer, how do you keep your hair so great? Jennifer, what are your three golden rules to surviving a breakup? Good one. Jennifer, what are you wearing? This is one I like. Vince, what's your favourite type of pizza? Now, the interesting thing is, is she could have answered the same thing, the same answer to all four questions. Uh, hot wax. <laughs> hot wax. Oh, but what a diddums. What a diddums. Not saying what's her favourite kind of pizza. How can you not get an interesting answer out of Vince Vaughn? He's well, been in heaps of good films. I like to go to Tony's Pizza. Uh, <laughs> and, Let's do some name dropping. Uh, go on, you love to do a bit of a... Okay. Uh, well, Angus. since I was here last time, um, I have been over in uh, Los Angeles again in, in the States, mm. and um, I was only there for five days, and I, uh, what you liked, uh, what I like to do anywhere is grab a street press, street press sure. newspaper, and um, that way you sort of get the real, uh, real gossip and dirt on uh, what's going on. It's certainly event listings, music listings. Um, I picked up one. They have one in the States because there's so many um, actors and production people there involved in film and television. They have one called Backstage, and it's an actor's newspaper guide. It comes out mm. every week, and it lists auditions. It lists castings, production offices, details, stories, interviews, nominations for the any you know the innumerable awards that they have. Gotcha. And I was only there for five days, so I had Sunday night free, and I thought, what, what? Possibly could I go and see, and Cool Keith was on, Bruce Springsteen was on, Ice Cube and uh, and Snoop Dogg were playing at the House of Blues. Unfortunately, none of them really appealed to my um, my sense of culture. I chose the all-star celebrity cast Days of Our Lives basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and who was there and what happened? Bo, Hope, Victor Kyriakos was... Uh, <laughs> A guest referee. <laughs> he had a dodgy knee, uh, Jennifer's father. Um, <laughs> and what uh, went down? Well, um, not many buckets. Not many buckets. No. They, they, did Victor have anything to say about the baby? <laughs> he didn't. Didn't. Oh, what a didums. <laughs> didums. Didums. I was looking for. Um, is it Sebastian? Was that? What was? What was the villain's name from uh, Days of Our Lives? He used to wear the. They they gave him a finger glove to make him look evil. <laughs> There was Stefano Demira. Stefano. Right. That's okay. him, Stefano. Yeah. Is that going to be your name drop, Richard Marson? What do you got? <laughs> Stefano Demira. Okay. Um, I was in New York. Well, that's <laughs> impressive, certainly. Not that impressive. They're on Red Bull. Uh, I was in New York and I was lining up for the uh, David Letterman tickets because you can get on standby to go and see a Letterman show. Yes. And on this show was uh, Christian Slater and David Bowie. And I ended up seeing them. But that's not the story. We were standing in the line and this guy just rides past on a, on a bicycle wearing nothing but underpants. 
And he says, coming through. And, and uh, is Mick Malloy still on holiday, is he? <laughs> <laughs> it was Jack Black. Oh, just in his underpants. It was filming a sketch for the show, which uh, was, and the footage of which yeah. I've subsequently used so many times. But, uh, uh, yeah, that was a great song. And then did Rex just come by <laughs> nude on a bicycle, going, if anyone says anything, <laughs> deny it all. <laughs> he pays double for that kind of action. Uh, we're running very late, mm. which always seems to happen when you come in, Angus. No, I'm sorry. I just no, get very excited. I enjoy I it. Here. I like it. I get very excited. Sometimes we should sort of maybe do 90 minutes. It's kind of a bit like Channel 10 and sometimes when... You remember when the panel used to run over or... Uh... It's only the Nickelback fans that are the big losers here. <laughs> uh, call us and drop a name. Anyone you've seen or bumped into, one triple three five three. That's the fray here at Get This Over My Head on Triple M where it's time for a climb. Yes. Hello. Whenever I hear that tone, yeah, sorry, uh, no I, I, I think of the old um, Price is Right uh, game where you had to uh, n- nominate the um, price of the, uh, the items, items yes. and it had to be within a range of the actual price, and mm. you had two guesses, and slowly the uh, yodeler would go up on the the gradient <laughs> of the, the right angle, the yeah. triangle, and uh, if you were too far, he'd slip off. Who was the host of that? That would have been Terps. Yeah, he's not happy with us. Oh, really? It's going to be legal action about that sound effect. But, hey, that's, we can go better than that. <laughs> I can't believe I believed you then. We can drop better names than Terps, can we not? We've got Carol on the line. Carol? Yes, g'day. How are you guys? Good. Who have right. you seen? Oh, just recently I was up at Brisbane at the Split Hens concert and I got Neil Finn's autograph. Oh, very nice. What do I went and saw the Split Hens concert in Sydney, Carol. What did you think? Yeah, I didn't mind it. It was really good. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, 80 bucks later I couldn't see too much. <laughs> Uh, a bit, bit more than that for us, and I couldn't hear very well the next day either, but well, Evermore, I don't know about... I don't, Evermore, wonderful, they're an incredible band, but uh, I have a, my old boss from Recovery on uh, ABC television, he was Neil Finn's neighbour, and uh, I've always loved Neil Finn, because um, Paul told me this story, he came home one night and uh, Neil had returned from like a worldwide sell-out tour of Crowded House, Yeah, and... Uh, and Neil wandered out in his uh, slippers and pyjamas and he was putting the bins out. And uh, Paul, who's also a musician, said, Oh, how, how's things? He goes, Yeah, not too bad. Uh, you sell, you sell you know, seven million albums, but there's nothing like getting home from the airport and, and, the and your wife telling you <laughs> as yeah. you snuggle in, Have oh, you put the bins out? Man. Yeah, he's <laughs> a beautiful. Nice beautiful. Well, yeah. that's a great encounter, Carol, but I love how Angus, he's, or he can go you one better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you and raise you two garbage bins. Let's see if you can top Kel. Have you, Kel, are you there? Yeah, mate, here you going? Oh, g'day, Kel. Good to see you clocking in. Um, here you going, Angus, all right, mate? Yeah, great, thanks, Kel. How's uh, things? Mate, you're a crack-up on that. Thank God you're here, mate. It's a good show. Oh, I enjoyed your work, too. Thanks, oh, Kel. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Who have you bumped into, Kel? Um, Costa Zoo a few years back, mate, when he first became world champion. Oh. <laughs> and, and was he, this is before his work on the motivational speaking circuit. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I walked up I, with the video camera and uh, got him on video, and my uh, cousin was spinning out because he thought he punched me in the head. <laughs> Whereabouts were you, Kel? <laughs> um, at Olympic Stadium, like the training track before the, uh, the big centre was built. It was before the Olympic Games. Uh, well, I actually saw him at the Olympic Games. I went to uh, a boxing night. I'm not trying to outdo you. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm not. I'm not. I get excited when there are other people that get very excited about seeing, you know, people that, with a profile, and uh, I'm comfortable enough in my uh, consumption of uh, 
celebrities. But I saw Costa Zoo at the boxing one night. And uh, anyway, I, I, I had a pretty crappy seat similar to the Split Ends concert. And I moved forward, you know, noticed this is during the Olympics 2000 in Sydney. And I noticed there was some spare seats uh, down the front. And I moved down the front and I'd ha- I was tired and emotional and I had a bit to drink. And uh, I was like, hey, Costa, give us a wave. <laughs> You know, and no, no, he didn't turn around. He was seated ringside in between bouts. And uh, finally, I knew that he lived in Sydney, and I and, and I was very emotional at this stage. And uh, I went, "Hey, Costa, give us a wave!" And he did it. And I was like, "Okay, you and I both know the BP on San Susie charges too much, two cents than anywhere else." And he turned around and he actually responded. I got a chorus of. Uh, he started complaining about petrol prices to me uh, at the Olympics. I, I had no idea what I started uh, <laughs> because he started whinging about the San Susie BP. Oh, look, well, that is great. But we are, I am informed we are getting officially the wind-up. We're going to have to go to the in-bed, I'm oh. afraid, Mr. Mars. And Why I'm, do I talk so much? We just love it. We love winding you up and seeing what names you drop, Angus Samson. I'm apologising to Julie and Jason on the line. We will get their numbers and we will call them back and we'll have them on again. If they'll have us, Nikki. And if anyone has seen Ed Cavalier, please give us a call. <laughs> Ed, uh, if you are listening, uh, she got her rocks off. I'm invincible. Uh, <laughs> How good is this? Uh, thanks to everyone who did call up and uh, managed to get on. Uh, thank you very much to Rex. And I think, the, what is the key phrase today? It would be a disturbing one. It would probably have to be, uh, it would probably have to be, uh, oh, I don't want to say anything about the stomachs, basically. I was going to talk which organ would you lose? <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow with Mr. Glenn Robbins. And it's all thanks to Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook. Hello, Olivia.